How can adoptive parents find support and peace in the storms of life? May I suggest you seek out your safe harbors. Hi, neighbor. Welcome to Anchors of Encouragement. I'm Tim Maudlin, husband, adoptive parent, Bible class teacher, and the persistent encourager. Did you finally realize your dream of having a family only to have your happily ever after turn into a nightmare? Have you ever been told you're failing your kids? Life can be tough. Storms in life are inevitable, but there are ways to remain anchored when life knocks the wind out of you. In Anchors of Encouragement, my mission is to throw adoptive parents a lifeline and be your anchor to teach you biblical solutions for modern day problems so that you can weather the storms of life too. If you're ready for real and raw talk that leads to peace beyond comprehension so you not only survive but thrive in life's storms, this podcast is for you. Hope and healing are on the way. Hi neighbor. Today I would like to consider with you three ways adoptive parents can find support and peace in the storms of life. These three ways are basically three safe harbors that you can find your support in. What do I mean by safe harbors? I want to consider this in the nautical sense. We're talking about anchors of encouragement. So a safe harbor is that area that a ship is going to look for the place where they can find safety in the storm. In Psalms 107, verse 29, the psalmist there illustrates this point. He calmed the storm to a whisper and stilled the waves. What a blessing was that stillness as he brought them safely into harbor. Before I continue, I would like to make a point. In this podcast, I do talk a lot about adoption trauma. I don't want that to discourage anyone from considering adoption. In fact, I hope it encourages you to adopt, but encourages you to adopt with your eyes wide open. You need to have information so you know how best to parent your children. My wife and I have talked several times. We've been through a lot, but if we had to do it all over again, we wouldn't hesitate. There are many reasons couples choose to adopt. They want to give a child a loving home. They want to realize the dream of having their own family. They want to live, James 1.27. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. What better way to care for orphans than to give them a home? I believe adoption is admirable. It's godly. It's selfless. And it's loving. But if things go south, and they can, Where do adoptive parents find support in the storms of life? That's where I believe you need to look for your safe harbors. What do these safe harbors look like? Let's get practical and tactical with some examples. Number one, look for your safe harbor of friends. I would like to illustrate this point with a personal story. Recently, two of our anchors of encouragement were going to be in the area a husband and wife. We don't get to see them very often, and so we jumped at the chance to get to visit with them, so we made arrangements to meet them at a local restaurant. When we got to the restaurant and went inside, it was pretty noisy. There were a lot of people in there, and they were talking, 
and there was music playing. We asked if we could be seated in a booth. And the interesting thing about this is we sat down in the booth and it was like we were in our own safe harbor. We spent two plus hours there eating and talking. It was one of the most peaceful experiences that we've had in a while because we felt support there. We felt peace there. We were able to talk. They listened. We, we laughed. It was just a really enjoyable experience. We felt real support and real peace in that moment. Number two, seek out the safe harbor of nature. This is one of my favorites. It doesn't require other people to participate in this harbor or go to this harbor, I should say. My favorite is a hiking trail. But there are other places you can go in nature. Hiking trails or mountains, gardens. You might even go to the beach or any body of water. How can you find support and peace in nature? Let me illustrate this with uh, two passages. The first from the book of Luke, chapter 12, beginning in verse 6. Aren't five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten in God's sight. Indeed, the hairs of your head are all counted. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. When you're out in nature, look around at the birds. If God is going to take care of the birds, he's certainly going to take care of you. Jesus expounds upon this a little bit more in Matthew chapter 6, beginning in verse 25. Listen what he says there. Therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the wildflowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you? You have little faith. When you're out in nature, just look around. You are more valuable than anything in nature. He most certainly will take care of you. Support and peace can be found in nature. Third, the safe harbor of prayer. I would like to illustrate this one using Jesus as the example. And what you're going to find in this one is pretty interesting because he really combines the other two. Jesus experienced safe harbor with his friends. Remember all the times he spent with Peter, James, and John. He also spent three years with the twelve. But there were times that he also got away to pray. But notice where he went to pray. Luke chapter 6 verse 12. Now it was at this time that he went off to the mountain to pray and he spent the whole night in prayer with God. Matthew 14 23. After he had sent the crowds away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. And when it was evening, he was there alone. Jesus loved nature. He went to the safe harbor of nature in these cases, he went to the mountains where he found support. Now, there was a time where he really needed support. 
Notice what he did. He went to the safe harbor of nature. He went with the safe harbor of friends. And he went to the safe harbor of prayer. Luke twenty-two thirty-nine. And he came out and went, as was his habit, to the Mount of Olives. And the disciples also followed him. This was just before the greatest storm he was ever to go through. He took with him Peter, James, and John. Although they weren't the safe harbors that he would have liked for at this point in his life, he knew he could always count on his Father to be his safe harbor. If it was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. I would like to share with you also a bonus harbor. This harbor is becoming one of my uh, favorites. It's the safe harbor of paper. I remember the quote from Anne Frank, paper is more patient than people. You can find support from paper because you can write down those thoughts that you, you don't dare say to anyone else, thoughts that you want to keep between you and maybe just God, if anyone else, but you can write them on paper. You can touch those feelings and if need be, you can tear it up. It's a safe harbor for you. It's a safe place for you. Take advantage of it. It's there whenever you need it. Let's get to your daily doable. What does a safe harbor look like for you? Ask that question to yourself. And with pen to paper, make a list of your safe harbor friends. Those friends that are supportive. Those friends that you know that you can go to and you can find support and peace. What are the places in nature that you enjoy going to? Make a list of those places. Do you have a special prayer that you pray often? Try this. Try writing this prayer out. Turn it into a paper prayer. The next time you find yourself in one of life's storms, look at your list and seek out your safe harbors. Support and peace can be found in them. That's all for today. I want to thank you for joining me. Until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now. If this podcast has given you the courage and confidence to face storms in your life, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Tim Maudlin. You can also connect with me in my Facebook group, Anchors of Encouragement. So until next time, this is Tim encouraging you to do what you can now.